Okay. I mean... I, I'm having a total eclipse of the brain I, here. Yeah. I, I, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my God. The moon has gotten in front of this. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting looking. The sun looks a little like the moon up there in my wall. You know, that's interesting. Uh, I, I'm certainly enjoying it. It's better than having to read up on something all day long. Uh, in the whole path of totality, a phrase I don't like to use because path of totality. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Kevin. And this is episode 38. Wait, wait, isn't someone else here? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, sweet. I'm Chris. <laughs> uh, so Chris is here. He's just sitting on the couch, uh, on the big orange couch, obser- <laughs> uh, observing us. Um, he said if he has anything to say, he'll chime in. Right, Chris? That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's actually uh, pretty interesting to be here with uh, Chris right now, because I haven't seen him in person for a couple of years, but I feel <laughs> like we've been in touch regularly through the big orange couch <laughs> podcast. Oh, that's yeah, so. true. It yeah. is kind of strange, yeah. Nice. Well, today we're going to be going over the year 2017. Yeah, our least Nickelodeon podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> Just thought this would be a good chance to, uh, I don't know, address how things are now, compare them maybe a little bit to yeah. how they once were. It's nice <laughs> to take a mental break from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, old 2017. <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> Um, and today, a bunch of bunch of you guys uh, have been kind enough to share your thoughts on the year as well. So as we go through, we'll be sharing your thoughts. Uh, towards the end of the show, we'll play. Uh, someone sent us an audio, so we'll share the audio. Um, and you know, we really appreciate you guys doing that stuff. So um, we're excited. What are the topics for year in review? Oh, man, we're gonna be talking about movies, TV shows, albums, songs. Video games, books, maybe mm-hmm. if anybody has anything. To oh add. yeah, and events. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so Joey will be talking about books. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> I have zero to say about video games. A little bit about books. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Good. Um, so, <laughs> how about how about this, uh, Chris? How about you decide the order of things? So, mm. what category are you most interested in hearing first? Well, of those categories, I was definitely paying attention to. I am going to say that y'all should start with events. Events. Wow, oh, starting. interesting. Okay, or, or not. No, 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 no. no. I feel order. like a... <laughs> It's fine. It's all right, fine. All right. Yeah. Get it out of the way. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Um, well, I mean, uh, a lot can be said about this year. The events that have happened during it. Uh, yeah, uh, I... plenty of things happened. I don't know if I want to <laughs> place them on, you know, best Ferguson or close right. calls for these purposes, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll start out with my best event for the, or er, my, you know, most interesting, uh, uh, uplifting event for the year, I think. Um, and that's the Pentagon UFO disclosure Ooh. that just happened recently. Okay. Um, so let me just ask you point blank the question. Do you believe that, that life from somewhere else, while you ran this program, came here, visited, observed? I will tell you unequivocally that that through the observation, scientific methodologies that were applied to to look at this phenomena, that these aircraft, we'll call them aircraft, are displaying characteristics 
that are not currently within the U.S. inventory nor in any foreign inventory that, that we are aware of. So I know you're using, uh, you're being clear, but I mean, the answer is yes. Um, my personal, I can't speak on behalf of the government. Obviously, okay. I'm, I'm not in the U.S. government anymore. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. Whatever that means. I think I think that this hasn't gotten like that much attention, like as much attention as it should. Um, and I mean, it's not officially like we know what aliens are, but we know there's something there that even the government doesn't seem to know what it is. Yeah, I, it's, it's pretty unlikely that there isn't something. Well, yes, but now it's like you know it's this one step closer to like full disclosure, I guess. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you love it? I Do you seem <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, what did you have for your interesting event in 2017? Well, mine is actually much less uh, significant. and huh. uh, Well, I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> I went with the Nintendo Switch release. <laughs> okay. right. um, I mean, it sounds kind of dumb, but um, you know, video games are a big part of my life. And over, over the past several years, I've just been kind of bored with it you know i go online and play some xbox game and i've got 12 year olds yelling horrible things about my mom so i've I've just kind of like i'm thinking i'm getting too old for this stuff and um you know that's kind of a bummer but then the nintendo switch comes out and um it's kind of restored my love and my passion for video games so i've really been enjoying it wow that's pretty high praise of the switch absolutely yeah that's a good thing um I, I so there's plenty to be thankful for. Oh, um, yes, my yes. family and my friends, you guys. Uh, but so I I'm, I went with this podcast. Uh, oh, I, wow. I, I actually have that on my close call. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, well, I mean, it's significant. I've spent a lot of the year investing time yeah. into it, and it's something that has brought me joy in getting to meet other fans and. Uh, rebonding with friend, people who I've not fallen out of touch with, but it's given us an excuse to have people come over and talk with yeah. us and call us. And uh, I, it's something that makes me happy. And there's been plenty of stuff that didn't make me happy this year. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, I, I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, having things like a podcast or a band or something that you know gives you an excuse to hang out with your friends on a regular basis is you know really special. So I've had a lot of fun being a part of it well i think that's also a great pick um <laughs> not <laughs> talking myself little, up but i there. have liked doing it and yeah. just you know the whole experience of it it's yeah there's great. there's no shame yeah we're doing it because we like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> great pick yeah okay well um i had a hard time with close calls really <laughs> I, but finally I, I picked one which was the eclipse you know? oh yeah good event yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I enjoyed seeing it and hearing about it. And, yeah, you know, I went. Cool. I went to the beach to see the eclipse, yeah. um, and had those eclipse, go- you know, glasses, mm-hmm. and um, stared at the sun for a good long while. And then after I was done, I was like, I should read these glasses. And and they said on there, you should not st- stare at the sun for more than three minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh gosh, I've been stared at the sun for like 45 minutes straight. So. That's why I can't see anything anymore. (laughs) I'm I'm happy that I still have my eyesight, but I don't know how long it's going to last. Now, uh, Chris, you said on one of of your call that's that you were going to Tennessee? That's what I thought. But it ended up being Georgia. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, they're close. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I flew with a friend to Georgia, and we stayed at an abandoned school in, like, upper rural Georgia and watched the eclipse in a field of some farm that we just drove past that was in the mountains in one of the spots that was supposed to be, like, the full visibility with the longest whatever. Yeah. What's it called? You know, eclipse zone time yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was uh it was a really solid five minutes it was one of my favorite five minute spans of my life totality uh, totality yeah that's right totality that's what they call it uh it was pretty trippy uh to watch things just get totally dark and then kind of reemerge in, in in a quick way um yeah that was gonna be my 2017 oh. event um though i'm abstaining uh, from any 2017 praise. Clearly. Was this uh, like a, a planned event? Like, were there other people here? This was just, you found this school. Like, did you know about it? Uh, did I know that the eclipse was happening? No, this abandoned school. Was oh, be... yeah. It was, it's, uh, there's, a, there's a website called Airbnb that we found it on. <laughs> which, it was, it was great. That was I... my favorite part. Like, it was a school that was closed in the 1960s and like abandoned Uh and that someone bought it and repurposed it into a hostel. And it was, it was very cool. It was in the middle of like real nowhere. (laughs) Um, yeah. And got to explore the town of, um, you know, I forgot it. Uh, one of those towns in Tennessee that people like at the bottom, it's it's always, Oh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. It's always listed on those like greatest small towns in America. It was, it's a delight. You should go there. Uh Shout out to, Big Orange Couch, Chattanooga. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, so, Kevin, do you have a close call? Uh, well, you know, I mentioned that the close call was actually this podcast. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's been a lot of fun for me, but I also want to mention that it has been somewhat inspiring because I've been kind of ignoring the world of podcasts before you guys started this. Oh, and um, Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but it's opened my eyes to a lot of great podcasts that I listen to um, on a regular basis now, including this one, mm. um, even when I'm on, but that's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's also kind of inspired me to start my own podcast. I haven't gotten it up and running yet, but you oh. guys kind of gave me a good idea for the name and everything. So in the, uh, in the near future, well, maybe depending on how that goes. Um, it's called Big Orange Couch 2? Yeah, <laughs> Big Orange Couch 2. Yeah. The better 90s Nickelodeon podcast. This was an conversation. I don't, I don't recall hearing about this. Um, yeah. Oh, these guys uh, recommended a Boy Meets World podcast. Um, they they suggested the name Boy, Boy Meets Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, with my love of Nintendo so much, I've talked about a, a Boy Meets Boy Meets World slash Nintendo podcast, so it's going to be called Boy Meets Nintendo. Yeah. So uh, I like it. I'm eager. Very yeah. excited. I like it. Yeah. Cool. So cool. one day maybe yeah. you can uh, check out our YouTube <laughs> channel in the in the meantime. Though. Yeah. Cheers for podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, mine's kind of related to what Andrew said for his uh, his favorite, which I and just going in general space related stuff. Mm. Uh, the eclipse included, but just a discovery. They've discovered a whole bunch of like livable what they believe are livable uh solar systems that kind of match ours that are only like 40 i mean not only but 40 light years away um that's it yeah that's it um but that stuff that stuff makes me happy i mean like discovery and possibility um so there was a lot of cool uh space news this year yeah yeah 
Yeah, for sure. It's like an expanding of our horizon, our collective horizons. Right, and I think a, a lot more of us these days are yeah. looking yeah. to the horizons yeah, yeah. for hope. Yeah, well, when was uh, First Contact uh, in Star Trek? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my brain went to the Jodie Foster movie. I'm like, ah, oh, I think Contact <laughs> came out in 96, yeah, yeah. 7. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Ferguson's? Yeah, um, I didn't pick any specific Ferguson. I just want to note that uh, there's been a lot of things that I think could be considered Ferguson's this year. I didn't really want to pick out like one horrible event, kind of. I just think that there's a lot of difficult things going on, and a lot of people having a, a very difficult time of things, and uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's a shame. It is. It's just it is. a kind of down year. Just has felt like kind of a down year. It's um yeah. I guess politically speaking, like um, more than uh, most things. <laughs> I mean, the year has kind of been like punctuated by politics. I guess so. It's hard to totally ignore it. You right. Know? Well, for my Ferguson, um, we had a couple really horrible hurricanes this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are going to be my Fergusons. You know, I had um, some family and friends caught up in that. Oh. business and glad they're safe and everyone which one i know irma maria harvey do you know all of the above oh jeez no, not all of the above but uh <laughs> you know the one in uh florida mostly okay um i didn't i didn't pick one i'm oh, i'm i'm, oh, I'm, not, I'm not, i don't i don't want to <laughs> This year's this year this, this is more of a cop out than mine the, this this year's been something else and you know what i'm sticking with this podcast in the stars <laughs> This has just felt like a really long year. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but oh no, you're not. No, you're 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 completely sane. Um, Ethan emailed us uh, his favorite event of 2017, and it's not to my liking, <laughs> uh, but he says his favorite event of uh, 2017 was the Golden State Warriors winning a championship. Um, and of course, we are based out of Cleveland, um, so. Yeah, so it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Sure, Andrew doesn't care about it. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm a diehard Cavs fan, and um, I just don't need Steph Curry in my life at all. Uh, the the <laughs> uh, he also mentioned on a more heartfelt note that personally uh, he got married. So. Congratulations yeah. to Ethan and Congratulations. He's a- yeah, and he's also expect uh, expecting his first child. That's really exciting. So that's a uh, that's good stuff, that's Ethan. A positive year for Ethan. There you yeah. go. That's I funny. like it. And he didn't. He also, Chris, didn't bother with Ferguson's. <laughs> it's just. Um, all right, Chris. So what's what's the next category going to be? Books. Okay. Um. I could not find a, a book from tw- that came out in 2017 that I read so I <laughs> pretty much skipped this whole thing you read books I'm, I'm assuming yes, this year just no, not, not current no tw- yeah I felt like it okay I'll mention the one thing the most recent book that I've read was from last year it's the um, I'm still in it the Norm MacDonald uh, oh. uh, biography <laughs> t- <laughs> loosely yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh it's, but it's really great, and I love Norm, and yeah. uh, it's hilarious. It's, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Norm's great. Um, I haven't had any time to read books other than, <laughs> um, yeah, I read Go Dog Go to my daughter. Yeah, um, that's nice. And 
that come out actually, this year? Actually, Go Dog Go like 500 times. Did that so, come out this year? Um, no. <laughs> Kevin. Happened <laughs> <laughs> uh, in his year. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I My favorite book of 2017 was Lincoln in the Bardot by George Saunders. Uh, it's uh, a strange little tale based on uh, a small piece of history. Uh, the the true story that uh, Lincoln's son Willie died while he was president, uh, and this really wrecked the family. The second child to die out of their four, and um, there were stories that Lincoln would go visit Willie in the crypt. Uh, and so the book George Saunders takes takes that little piece of history and then like creates a whole universe in the cemetery of these spirits that are kind of lingering there. Some know, some don't know that they're lingering there. Uh, and Willie is kind of like part of it. Uh, and very strange, not just like spirits, but like sometimes they interpret themselves as different things, worms. And it's a strange, strange tale, but um, worth, worth the time. Hmm. I'm glad you one have... of us read a book this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have mentioned this before, uh-huh. um, and I just haven't come across it. So it's, I, a... it's actually on my list of things to read. But I would recommend the audiobook, Andrew. It's uh, there. There are many, many voices, so you won't uh, get uh, too confused. Yeah. And it uh, it's pretty solid. I would just like to add that my <laughs> book of the year is uh, King Comus by William Denby. It's a rollicking uh, modern-day slave <laughs> narrative. Well, it's it's not modern, uh, but it came out in 2017. Uh, like, speculative history. It's hmm. like kind of like weird, surreal stuff mixed with, like, a slave narrative. Hmm. Pretty pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Neat. You guys get around. Yeah. Are we going to do uh, video games? Wait, hold up. I, got a... <laughs> I, I have a close call. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, my close call, and I feel somewhat shame for this. Um, but it's astrophysics for people in a hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> um, just, I remember when he announced it, I'm like, this is a book, this is a book for people like real slummers, you know, I don't even have a time to learn about science, but then I really love Neil deGrasse Tyson and, uh, and, uh, it, he, he's, he's humorous. He, I learned a lot about space and. Neil deGrasse Tyson is the Gary of astrophysicists. <laughs> I think that we can all establish that as true. The Gary, he's, yeah, Gary from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, oh. <laughs> he's got this smugness. Like he is, he cannot turn off the smug, and and I don't think he's funny. I think that he thinks that he's smart and likes making jokes, but that's not the same as being funny. I think he might be funny for uh, somebody who does what he does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Agreed. Yeah. But he's like, uh, he's a rich man's Bill Nye. <laughs> okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, okay. Books. <laughs> no. um, we did hear from Maggie about her favorite book of the year. Maggie says her favorite book is Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Getaway. She says, I've collected the Wimpy Kid books for years, and the newest is always my favorite. Ah. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Maggie. Yeah. We'll hear some more of her thoughts as we uh, peruse the rest of the topics. Uh, nice. Chris, you want to do video games next? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I haven't played a ton of games this year, but ultimately I picked a game called Cuphead which I think a lot of people will know. Um, it's a really just cool-looking game. looks like a 
cartoon from like the 50s or something you know like just really surreal and it looks like you're actually part of the cartoon kind of you huh. know um yeah they have so, the old school film effects going on yeah. during it and everything yeah. it's really cool um so that that i just thought this game was great it looked amazing uh that's my my favorite very yeah. good well that one was actually one of my close calls mm. um my game of the year would be uh, SteamWorld Dig 2. I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. <laughs> no. Um, it's by a company called Image and Form. Um, but a lot of a lot of the major game outlets have picked this as like the best indie game. Mm. I've just I, I loved it. Um, it's one of the few games that I've completed 100%, and you know none of it felt like a chore. It's just a fantastic game. It's kind of like a Metro Metroidvania style game, mm. and it's a lot of fun. Cool. So that's my number one. Awesome. Very good. Um, I haven't had. I, I haven't played any video games. This no year. <laughs> uh, phone games. Not not from this year. Wow. Okay. Um, but uh, I do have some of our listeners' picks. So I'll uh, since I don't have any, I'll share uh, Brent and Maggie's picks. Uh, so Brent picked Super Mario Odyssey. Mm. Uh, he said the power-packed plumber is back. As a <laughs> lifelong Nintendo fan, yes, I was the one who I was the one kid who loved Virtual Boy. This game <laughs> felt like a breath of fresh air for the Super Mario franchise. Although the main story is a little on the short side, the level of detail and customization is amazing for a Mario game. Mm. And yeah. Brent, I'm I'm right there with you with the uh, Virtual Boy. That uh, Wario Land was fantastic, and uh, <laughs> Mario Tennis on that thing was was sweet. Yeah, you're- um, you're, you're both wrong. I, I had some cool I, games. Huh? I like the boxing game as oh, yeah. well. I do wear glasses now, so that's... Uh... Thanks to Virtual Boy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Maggie said her favorite video game of 2018 or 2017 was Just Dance 2018. Mm. Although I've cut back on the video games since my PS2 days, Just Dance is a must. <laughs> Uh, nice. Yeah, big fan of dancing. I'm curious well, uh, what uh, what platform she has that on because it was actually released on Wii this year, which is pretty interesting. Like the Wii? Yeah, the original Wii. Yeah, they <laughs> wow. still they still put Just Dance out on that thing. Man, must be their money maker. <laughs> yeah. I man, what a crushing feeling it was when I one day I was said I popped in my um, my Wii Mario Kart. Uh. And I went to see if I could connect with people, you know, from around the uh, world yeah, to race. Yeah. And it was just, this has been shut yeah. down. And no. It felt like the end of a, end of an era. Yeah. <laughs> they really want you to buy the newest one. Yeah. Um, well, I've got a few close calls. Um, those include Mario Kart 8, which I love the Mario Karts. I've loved everyone, I think. Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild, also really cool game, really, um... I, it was just really, I haven't played it that much, but it's really fun. Yeah, it was the game of the year, by yeah. the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, Friday the 13th, the game, which oh, yeah. I also didn't play, but I've been dying to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my close calls are mostly things we've already heard. I had Cuphead on there, which mm. was a really fun game. Um, Mario Odyssey was a very close second to SteamWorld Dig 2. Um and I also had Golf Story on there, which was, hmm. a, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a really fun game. It's like a golf RPG. So um, you, you, le- you level up like you do in RPGs, but instead of having battles, you have golf matches and challenges. And they have some really hilarious dialogue, including a rap battle between, um, like, 80-year-old men and some teenagers, which is just <laughs> hilarious. It's uh, it's like a 16-bit style game, so there isn't uh, any like actual yeah. voice acting or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's 
just a mm. lot of fun. That's I cool. Mean, also, yeah. I can't I can't leave off Star Fox Two. Mm. We know the yeah, SNES Classic nice. came out this year, so that was the first time they've released Star Fox Two. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, pretty exciting. I'm yeah. glad you brought that one up. Mm. Um, I don't have a close call, mm. just as yes. I didn't have a favorite. But I, I I'll just jump right to Brent's Ferguson, if that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Brent's Ferguson for video games was Hey Pikmin, huh. uh, and he the says 3DS game. Yeah, he <laughs> says, "Oh boy, this was just a stinker." <laughs> it eliminates all the fun of exploration of the other Pikmin games and dumbs it down into a very linear platform game that it is, frankly, too easy to enjoy. Yeah, yeah? well, good pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard of that game. I didn't know it was out. <laughs> I mean, I know know the other Pikmins, but yeah. Well, uh, let me, before we go on, you may have looked already, but do you know what the top selling game of this year has oh, so been? Did you have a Ferguson? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I didn't have any I Ferguson. Def- I know Sorry. what the top selling game is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sure I do too. Can oh. I express my Ferguson? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Well, there's going to be a fight, people. First fight on Big Orange Couch. <laughs> well, um,. Maybe some of some of your listeners might not be thrilled. Uh, maybe I don't know which games Brent here is interested in. Kevin, but just, my, just be you. Don't worry about that. My Ferguson is Sonic Mania. It uh, is hmm. one of the most popular hmm. uh, games of the year. Well, as far as you know, smaller games go. But I just I hated it. Um, the level design was garbage. Um, the music was okay, but I. <laughs> Did not live up to the hype for is me. It so like a regular Sonic. Yeah. So time? yeah. So uh, as I understand it, a bunch of fans of Sonic, uh, who are also developers, Sega allowed them to make oh. a like an old school Sonic game. So it looks like a Sega Genesis game, um, just really crappy level That's, design. So oh, okay. um, I really loved what they were trying to do, appealing to the nostalgia and everything, but just a horrible execution however i'm one of like a million people that feel that way because everyone else in the world loves it so yeah um yeah no no for no for i the last video game i bought was probably mb uh nba jam the 2013 wii version oh that one was good oh it was good yeah yeah all right andrew what's the top grossing video game oh i thought you knew it i know it I know it. Well, you just were so anxious to talk about <laughs> no, it. No, so. no. Let's, let's have it. Uh, Call of Duty World War II. That's it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. No uh, surprises. There. No surprises at all. Uh, okay, Chris, where are we going? Great question. Let's go to films. Films? Wow. Okay. Is that um, the same as movies? <laughs> no, that's a separate category. <laughs> are the things that had over a seventy-five on run? <laughs> oh, your your art house stuff. <laughs> <laughs> then I probably don't have any here. Okay. Well, uh, I didn't see a ton of movies that came out this year. I realized in looking it through them, uh, but I picked Blade Runner twenty forty nine as my favorite of the year. Loved it. Yeah, really loved it. Uh, I think it was a lot. I, it did a lot of like what you wanted from the first one, but it was distinctly its own movie. So, um, and the uh, visuals were just like unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's visually one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you guys should know that I've 
only watched kid movies this year and mm. Star Wars. So Star Wars, <laughs> I'm not quite ready to put anywhere on the spectrum. Last Jedi? Uh, yeah, that's the one I'm yeah, referring you to. You came out less enthused. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're not going to talk about that one just yet. Um, so of the kids' movies I've watched, my, my best movie is uh, Coco. Oh. It was a really great movie. Oh, and cool. the kind new- of a... A tearjerker at the end there too. Oh yeah, yeah. The new Pixar joint. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Did you see the Book of Life? I did not. Oh okay. I I was only asking because it looks exactly like that movie. <laughs> um, aside from Star Wars, I've seen three movies this year, and they're one in each of these categories. Oh so wow! Stay cool. tuned. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite movie of 2017 is a movie called The Shape of Water. Huh. Wow. Uh, and it's uh. It's best of it's terrific it's really it hits all the right notes for me uh it's got it's got some sci-fi elements it's got some horror elements it's a it's a period piece del toro i think it's del toro at his best um the uh if you don't know the story it's a it's kind of like a creature of the black lagoon is captured uh brought to a science facility where they're pretty much torturing it in this uh mute janitor uh she develops a relationship with the creature and kind of starts fending for him um and it's uh just all around just a really great movie um chris is not thrilled with this pick for those at home it's not that i'm not thrilled it's just that (laughs) i i feel like there's a, a joey aesthetic uh and the moment that i saw the trailer for that movie I was like, oh my god, this is going to be Joey's favorite movie of the year. I just knew it. It's a... I like movies that feel somewhat singular, where yeah. they can't be... They can't necessarily just be lumped with something else. No, I get it. I love it. I get it. Uh, you know? Uh, someone is out there, like, just making movies for you. Because I always know when something's com- coming out that you're going to love. Yeah. I, um, I would say... I'm pretty passionate about movies. You are the yeah. most of any person I know. It's really bugging me right now that we're even doing this, and I haven't seen like Man. three billboards or oh, Phantom <laughs> Thread or Is Phantom Thread out yet. Uh, not at no. It's, I can't. There's nothing I can even do about it. I haven't seen the Disaster Artist, and I'm like a room yeah. fanatic. Um, ha- it have been for a while. Have been for a while. That's true. Don't uh, <laughs> you think maybe that could uh, the unseat the Disaster Artist? Yeah. I just think I'm so in love with the material that... Phantom I, Thread might unseat it for you. I don't know. I'm not really into British uh, romances. Uh, I love Paul Thomas Anderson, but um, The Shape of Water is just... It, when I was done with it, it felt like, wow. No, nothing to complain about. Can't believe it's already over. Uh, I, you I thought people you pe- might not watch another movie again. This is no. It? Well, no. No, 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 no. I mean, there are plenty of movies I've loved this year. Um, and then the, the, I, so I saw the, sh- I did a double feature actually. I saw, I, I saw the shape of water and then I immediately saw lady bird, which has been the number one, like critically ranked movie of the year. And lady bird has been done. I, I've, I, we've seen these indie dramas about kids in high school and it just, it's not bad, but I, I need, I need something with a voice, something with a real voice. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna tell Greta Gerwig. <laughs> I love her, sure. and she did a great job. She's a close personal friend. Uh, all right, well, <laughs> I liked it, but it's uh, it doesn't crack my top, whatever. <laughs> uh, very critical. Uh, close calls. 
Close calls for me include It, which I thought was great. Loved it. Had some complaints, but fewer as each time I watch it. What a nice boat. Do you want it back? Um, yes, please. Look like a nice boy. Do you want a balloon too, Georgie? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. Oh, well, I'm Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Now we aren't strangers, are we? I should get going now. Without your boat? And uh, Get Out, which I almost kind of wanted to dislike because people were raving about it so (laughs) much, but it was very good. Um, I only only saw bits and pieces of that. Um, What do you mean, bits and pieces? Well, you see... (laughs) (laughs) Those are really weird. See, my my wife was watching it on the uh, the Almighty Fire Stick, mm-hmm. um, so I was just kind of in and out of the room. Oh. And uh, yeah, Did yeah, you like gotta. It? Yeah, uh, yeah, she she loved it. I, I think. I think that that is a movie that you really have to watch from beginning to end. Like, if you miss any of the details, it kind of yeah. makes it seem like less. But when you see all the details and how they come back, it's like it's really good. I'll I'll take it under advisement. Very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my close call was one that I, um, I've mentioned on Twitter and all kinds of things. I, I uh, Beauty and the Beast was my close call for the year. Um, Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind I've only watched these kids' movies, so I don't uh, I don't have a large right, right, um, right. large pool to, to choose from here. But of the three movies I've seen, this was my close call. Cool. Uh, I've got a close call. Okay. Uh, my close call, I don't have a favorite. I did like Get Out, but I kind of consider it more of the two six, 2016 cycle. Because uh. uh, it was like before things got terrible. That, <laughs> that movie. But it did technically come out this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, but uh, Loving Vincent, which I was, uh, su- I like saw on a whim. I was surprised that I liked it, but I thought it was like beautiful. Hmm, didn't see it. Do you guys know about it? Mm-mm. Never Is heard that of it. Van Gogh. Yeah, but it was the whole thing was hand painted. Oh, the wow. whole movie, and it took like ten years to do oh, it or whatever. Wow. And um, I just saw it because actually I, the movie I wanted to see was sold out. But I saw it with my mom mm-hmm. when she came to visit. What'd she think? She loved it. She's oh, it's great. And but I, I did not think I was gonna like it. And it was just so visually beautiful, and like very subtly told. I I thought it was. Um, it's, it's an under the radar pick, but uh, don't have a favorite. But that I, I recommend it. If you, it's still in theaters, oh, well, cool. I'm much yeah. more interested in seeing that than than I am Get Out. So. Okay, mm. well, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I have a bunch of close calls. There's just too many I like this oh, year. Uh, my closest call, if you need it, <laughs> don't want to be wishy washy. My close call would be Blade Runner. Um, I just thought vis- like it was just two and a half hours of visually nonstop, yeah. interesting to look at. I thought the story was. I was surprised that they were actually able to put together that strong of a story. Um, yeah, I just I just loved it. But um, it was very close. Again, another movie I was surprised by how much yeah. I liked. I thought they'd screw it up, and I think they did a really good job. Get Out is on here, uh, and Dunkirk, uh, mm. which I was not excited. I'm, I don't really like yeah. World War... I love history, but I don't really love World War II movies. And um, it's just a different type of movie. And it uh, looks great, sounds great. Mm. 
I went to the World War II Museum in New Orleans yeah. uh, a couple weekends ago. I don't know if you've you know it, it is the number two rated museum in the world. Apparently, wow. it what's, is it is the number most, one. Well, who ranks? I have no it? idea. Oh, okay. but who I'm, ranks? I'm going to guess the Louvre. That's, okay. Who, um, who ranks this? Uh, I don't know, but I <laughs> probably. But Gary. I told myself that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh-huh. I told myself that it's legit because it costs like forty dollars to get in, which is ridiculous. But it's the most high tech museum I've ever been to. But anyway, they have a a four D film there that is narrated by a hologram of Tom Hanks. Ooh. Um, that is like I don't know if y'all ever been to Disney World and seen seen the Muppets in three D. Yes, I was. It's like bring that up. It's like imagine if that was done about World War Two, like twenty five <laughs> years later into technology, where they had like stuff coming out of the ground, yeah. like of yeah, the stage, cool. and like your sh- seats rattle, and uh, there was just tons of immersive it was like a really immersive experience uh i'm gonna put that uh belatedly on my close calls too. it was only it was only 50 minutes but it was intense um and uh i don't know i thought i thought that you might really enjoy it yeah. nice cool yeah. hanks it, it, it was at his like serious solemn best yeah you know really you know he had his brows furrowed the whole time well so he's really si- similar to his performance in big yes okay. yeah exactly uh cool yeah Ferguson's? I don't think you're going to like that I picked this for a Ferguson. I went with Baywatch. Why wouldn't I like that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, all, we all know <laughs> that you love Baywatch. Uh, I didn't actually see this, but it has <laughs> nothing to It just has nothing to offer me. Of all the movies that came out this year, it's the one that I have zero desire to see. I mean, maybe it would surprise you. It could. Right. It'd be hard not to yeah. with my current <laughs> feeling about it. I think it deserves its spot, Ferguson. Yeah, oh, that's fine. <laughs> Any Fergusons over here? I have a Ferguson, sure. if, if I can, if I may. Uh, and it's my all-time Ferguson. And my all-time Ferguson is the movie Mother. You give and you give and you can. It's just never enough. What do they want? They're waiting. Waiting for what? Which was by far the worst movie I have ever seen in my life, and I'm and if you're a fan of that movie, I'm sorry that you you like you're telling me you like enjoy the room more than this. Oh, for sure. I just it was, I refuse to. Have you seen Mother? That. Have you seen Mother? Um, no, it's, I it's haven't. basically the room, but people like it Does because that... they've like tricked themselves. I mean, I uh, Darren Aronofsky thinks yeah. that like it's his masterpiece, yeah. which is like. And he's made good movies, so at least <laughs> The Room has the sort of comic quality that we all know that it's bad, but The Mother's bad because there's, a, I think, a, at least half the people who have seen it think it's great because they give into peer pressure and they don't, oh, haven't, don't have developed aesthetic senses or something. <laughs> wow. But it, it uh, was by far the worst movie I've ever seen. I really can't wait to see this and just totally <laughs> disagree. No, you're going to agree. I, I know you're going to okay, agree. Okay. There are going to be some people. The, I, I saw it with three other dudes. One dude, I, I turned over and I'm like, what did we just see? And then the other two dudes are like, yeah, I know. Isn't that so good? Hmm. So, and they're, they're smart dudes. And they wait, are you it. talking about Star Wars? No, it's it's similarly polarizing, except that there's a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, my Ferguson going along with the kids' movies I've seen is Cars Three. <laughs> <laughs> so, was that was that this year? I, I, yeah, I think so. Uh, all right. uh, is so, it? Well, this year seemed like it took forever, but yeah. um, there wasn't much going on in that movie. So yeah, I think it was June of this year. Okay. Did you see the Emoji Movie? Oh crap! I did see the emo- okay. Cancel that. <laughs> the Emoji Movie was. <laughs> was my Ferguson. That was garbage. Okay. Wow. All right. So the close calls of my Ferguson. <laughs> cars okay. All right. Uh, my Fer- I went with something. There was a lot that I thought probably was bad, but I, I just went with something I saw. Uh, I, I didn't. I was dragged to this one, uh, and it wasn't even that bad. It's just I had the least fun in the theater seeing it, which was King Arthur. Um, <laughs> I'm not even aware of this movie. Yeah, it happened. I, <laughs> my sixth graders loved King Dar- loved King Arthur. Yeah, I tried to get them into King Arthur because I love King Arthur. Yeah, and all they were talking about were the plot points of that movie, and I'm like, that doesn't sound <laughs> right. Yeah, it was. It probably wasn't right. Um, I'm surprised that you saw it. He are you, said, are you, are you like King he Arthur? He said he now? was dragged to it. So. Yeah, I, did, oh. I didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. History. Yeah, not my kind. Um, we did, we did, of course, uh, we, a few people wrote, uh, our, our gang wrote to us about mm. their favorites. So, uh, would you guys want to hear about their favorite movies? Yes. Yeah. Unless mother is on love that. <laughs> Um, so Brent told us that his favorite movie of the year is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm. Uh, he said, I'll be honest, I was aware of the Guardians of the Galaxy comic, but I never cared about it until the first film came out. It was a lot of fun to watch, and Volume 2 elevates the fun into the stratosphere. Since it. it since it was released, I seriously almost watch it every weekend. Um, saw it. I really enjoyed it. Thought it was wacky. Loved the visuals. I love those movies that you can watch every weekend, too. I remember mm. Along Came Polly was, uh, <laughs> yeah, was we, like that for me. <laughs> we watched that one a lot in college. Um, Maggie said her favorite movie of the year was Kong Skull Island. Hmm. She says, I'm a big monster movie fan, and this flick hits all the right marks. Um, and I, I saw that one recently, and I'm a big King Kong fan, and I actually thought it was... I thought it was really good, actually. Hmm. I oh, liked it a lot. I remember when the Jack Black King Kong came out... <laughs> And I think that you saw that like seven times in the theater <laughs> and claimed that it was the best movie that has ever been made. Uh, I did see it a lot. You loved it. I liked it. You No, you, dude, you loved it. I liked it a lot. I saw it a bunch. I was very excited for it. I was, you know, big into Peter Jackson at the moment. Had I was interested in the chance they were taking on Black uh, Jack Black. In yeah, because you're a Jack Black softie. Yeah. How was that, man? Yeah, yeah. And, um... Yeah, but I think this is this is more my my gear. I, I like this one a little more. Mm. Um, you like it more than the Peter Jackson one? Yeah, yeah I, I think it's. More and fun. it didn't make your close calls. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I watch a lot of movies. Uh, and then Ethan's favorite movie of 2017 was Brigsby Bear, which uh, is a little indie joint hmm. uh, starring um, Kyle Mooney. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark Hamill is also in it, uh, oh, nice. and Claire Danes and Andy Samberg. Um, so I wanted to see that one, but, uh, didn't, didn't catch it. Hmm. Yeah, neither. Uh, they also sent us some of their Ferguson's. So Ethan's Ferguson was Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was very close to making it mine. <laughs> didn't see that one. You saw it? Mm-mm. But I did recently watch 
Oh yeah, he most just... of the first one because it was on HBO, and it's. Uh, I can see okay, that Andrew, there's a you have certain a, mom. You can't have a Ferguson unless you've seen it. You, I don't. You think have so. a lot of I things. Think so. I agree with that I notion. So. You have a lot of things on. I don't all do of your that. Lists yeah. that. You didn't partake in. Yeah, no, I, that's not true. I think it's probably really. That's good not really true. Done. I almost <laughs> never do this except with movies. I feel like to a certain extent, I can. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um. So making God. You think you want to check out a. Baywatch? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say a word about it until Oh, I yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, making some waves, Maggie says her Ferguson is, and I'm sorry, uh, Brent, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume wow. 2. She said, this movie is my definition of a Ferguson. Ooh. Just no. <laughs> wow, tell us more, Maggie. Oh, well, she doesn't say anymore, but uh, yeah, Brent, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say that Maggie does not like your pick. I'll be looking for the ensuing arguments upon Twitter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that'll happen, but... Oh. <laughs> That's a good versus. Maggie versus Brent. Yeah. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you guys like don't ask them any questions. Just take a pro versus... <laughs> yeah. I would, I would listen. I would listen. Uh, all right. That's film. So what are we doing next, Chris? Uh, well, we let's do albums. Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, again, I don't think I've listened to a full album from this year, except there's one. It is the Daniel Weiss Trio live at our next door. Yeah, (laughs) it's a modern day classic. I yeah, that that dude knows what to do on a guitar, and everyone knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Great, yeah. great album. Loved it. Yeah, we've started using the music on the podcast when we read fan letters or when we do, um, well, yeah, just like random parts. So it's really that's actually why I keep listening during the fan letters. <laughs> it's swinging. It's good stuff. Yeah. Good pick. Um, favorite album? Um, well, I, I kind of went a similar route as Andrew. I haven't haven't listened to any. You know, mainstream popular music. So mm. I just kind of went with some uh, local artists. Um, so for my uh, number one album, I went with "Noise and Benediction" by the Chestertons. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Chestertons are a, a local group in uh, the Cleveland area that um, you know, I played with a few months ago, and um, they're a great bunch of guys, and they have some really good music. So that's my number one. Yeah, I like the local pick. Um, mine is not. <laughs> um, so it's funny because I was before this album came out, I was texting with Daniel, and uh, we were both saying how this band was overhyped, and then this album came out, and I really like it. So <laughs> uh, my pick was uh, by a band called Always, and the album is called Antisocialites. And Great it's, pick. Yeah, it's it's a really uh, poppy, fun album. Um, it's <laughs> it's got a yeah. I mean, it, the songs are really like. To the point, good pop rock songs. Uh, singer's got a gr- she's got a great voice, and uh, so yeah, antisocial. They've got a good sound too. Like the production is really yeah, good. it's really yeah, really well produced. So that's my that's my favorite of the year, antisocialites. Uh, Brent mentioned that his favorite uh, album of the year is an album called Wet Salt by the band Fake Buildings, mm-hmm. uh, and he says. Those are a bunch of words I've never heard together before. <laughs> well, he says, Any description I try to write about this album fails to do it justice. It's truly unique, which is something you can't say about many albums. 
I uh, he he begs of us to please give it a listen and let him know what we think. And I did. Done. Uh, yeah, and it's um it's so it's I would describe it as kind of lo-fi, definitely like a dude in a room recording. Uh, he's got a great voice, and uh, I'll play you know Brent just for you. I want people to hear fake buildings. Let's play a little bit here. When the heat sticks to you like a private detective and your revolutionary fires decrease, you can call up the numbers that I wrote down in your hallway. So, really cool tune. I, I noticed that most of the songs on the album have the word cotton in it. I don't know what the uh, thing is there. But coincidence? <laughs> What's that? Coincidence or not? I don't know what that means. Do you think it's a coincidence? No, like every every song but two have the word cotton in it. Yeah, so he wants well, to know if that's a coincidence. Yeah, is it about a limited vocabulary? Is it, is it about an artistic <laughs> statement? I think he's making an artistic statement. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and then Maggie's pick, uh, her favorite album of the year was uh, Let It Snow by 98 Degrees, who I had no idea was still around. (laughs) She said, this is the only new album I've listened to completely this year. It's simply great. is a hot take. (laughs) I I might have something similar coming up in the song section, so just be prepared. Okay. Uh, So those were their picks. What about Close Calls? Wait a minute. Do you have an album? Oh, sorry, Chris. Uh, I don't have a favorite. Uh, I have uh, an annual... Best of 2017 playlist that I'm happy to share, as always, with the that no one will listen to. Uh, but it, but it makes me feel good that maybe one person might. Um, I have a close call though. If okay. I can lead off close how, calls. How do you have a close call if there wasn't anything that it was close to? <laughs> Same uh, thing with those other. <laughs> this is my move. All right. Yeah, yeah. Respect. <laughs> um, so my close call. Um, is uh, the rapper Brock Hampton, who released three albums this year, which are all very good. They're all extremely good. It is insane that he released three albums. Um, and there's like an argument among people who are into them about which one is the best, which is an impressive feat. So, so which one's the best? I like Saturation. Right. I think that's the second one. Uh, but um, it's, you know, it's good. If, you, if you're into hip-hop uh, and you haven't listened to Brock Hampton, uh, th- this was his year, 2017. Uh, he's got a song called Ben Carson, if, if we want to get political, that's very good. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my close call. Ben Carson, Secretary of the Interior? No, Secretary of Housing. Housing, thank you, yes. thank you, yeah, yes. thank you, sorry. Uh, uh, close call albums? I don't know. No? Oh, um... Well, keeping with the local theme that uh, Andrew and I had going, I went with uh, Demonstration Tapes by The Promise Hero. Oh, oh. shout out to Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's changing yeah. his. <laughs> no. It was actually but I hate a lot, to leave it out. You know. It was a lot of fun listening to that CD, um, you know, just since it was music created over the, you know, the past decade. Um, yeah. Kind of, 
know, just a reminder of our, our youth. So yeah. It's a lot of fun. Everyone in this room has been in a band with Bobby before. That's true. Yeah, wow. And Bobby has outlasted all of us. <laughs> and, like, if, if Bobby's coming to your town, you should look. I mean, he is constantly touring, whether yeah. it's with his band or other bands. And uh, you're guaranteed to have an a interesting conversation. <laughs> And if you don't know who Bobby is, he was on our Keenan and Kel yes. <laughs> Turkey Day episode. But he, yeah, the promise here is that's a good one. He, he, when he was working on that, he sent me. He's like, "Can I send you some demos and get your thoughts?" I'm like, "Sure." And then he sent me forty, like forty songs. <laughs> well, that's how that's how much music is on that, that CD. It's, it's great. Uh, which I mean, like props, props, props. But uh, yeah, that was like, whoa. Um, I have a bunch of close calls. Um, so it's not really an album. They release two songs a month. Um, they call it Sweet Seventeen. It's kind of like an old school idea of like two singles a month, um, and that was by Twin Peaks, um, the band Twin Peaks. And uh, the songs are great. Um, and it, I thought it was just. It, I was actually like looking forward to it every month. Like, ooh, what two songs are Twin Peaks gonna? That's a great share idea. I yeah. wasn't familiar with that. Yeah, it's really cool, and it, it adds up to an album. I mean, if you if you look at them all. Uh, I also have our old buddy Mark Malkahy with Possum in the Driveway, uh, an album I really loved. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, it's 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 really worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Uh, Mark Malkahy of Polaris, Pete and Pete fame. Um, I, I, I like, not as much as uh, some of his older stuff, but I like the new Mac DeMarco, this old dog. It's a little... It's a little um, simpler a little, mm-hmm. little toned down but it's got a couple of standout tracks though. yeah oh for sure and then uh our our local our rock local heroes cloud nothings with life without sound a pretty rocking album um, so shout out to them i just want to add another close call um the mount erie album Ooh, i don't know yeah. if you've listened to that but it's really dark it's about his like his wife dying um and it gets really real about like what it's like to live with someone who is dying um, and all the emotions that goes into that. But um, if you are, you know, into emotional, introspective, uh, kind of lo-fi music, it is, it's a, it's a heartbreaker. It's really kind of powerful. Yeah. It's not something you can like listen to unless you're already feeling depressed. Yeah. But if you are, it's great. I'll look forward to the next time something devastating happens to me. Yes. <laughs> like, world. Yes. Yeah, no, it's perfect for that. It, you need things in those moments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Ferg- uh I don't have any Fergusons. Okay. Did Weezer put out an album this they year? They did. <laughs> That's my Ferguson. Good. Pacific Daydreams. <laughs> you can't pick it if you haven't listened to it. You're right. I'm channeling. I take it back. I'm sure it <laughs> might be palatable. It's, no, it's bad. Weezer and Baywatch. <laughs> uh, no, no Fergusons for me. Okay, I went with uh, Beck's new album, Colors. Mm. Oh, awesome! Um, and yeah, it I, sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I am again, Chris. You know, I I love Beck. Like undyingly love Beck. Mutations is one of my favorite albums of all time. I have a pretty high expectation of him, and this just seems like Beck trying to do something that he doesn't need to. Like he's. I think he's a better songwriter than what he's attempting here, and uh, the songs are a little bland and kind of hard to tell apart. And so, not my. Uh, I love Beck, but uh, I, I want to be critical of something I would generally enjoy. It seems like, mm. I feel like a Fergus. To me, a Ferguson should maybe be in the realm of something that like I might listen to anyways. Maybe, although that's not true because my song Fergusons <laughs> are not in that realm. Well, uh, can you tell me the top album of the year? 
I mean, sales-wise, I guess. Taylor Swift reputations. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's what we were all going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, the first time I heard the um, her first single from that, that, ooh, look what you made me do. I have no idea what any of this um, <laughs> sounds like. I thought I was like, okay, sh- Taylor, you're you're taking a risk here. I, I kind of liked it. I, 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 I liked that song. But... That's you it. Got, oh, I thought you were going to say you got into the rest no, of the No, it's easy to critique this right. top 40 schlock, but, you know. Uh, well, well, Maggie did say that Reputations was her Ferguson. Mm. Uh, and she said, I should be a fan, but I'm not. Mm. So. I like it. She's, she keeps it simple. I like it. Yeah. Should we just go on the songs while we're in the yeah, music, musical? Uh, I've got, like, nothing for it, so we might <laughs> yeah. as well get it out of the way. All right. Literally nothing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Except okay. for what the top one was this year. Okay, we'll wait. My favorite song of the year, um, which is it's definitely out of my genre league. It's like kind of an electronic pop song. It's called uh, Fade Out by the band Capyak. C-A-P-Y-A-C. They told me not to make a sound when I walk around. So I stay up real lightly on the ground. I wonder what it used to be. All this machinery got no room. Um, you know, sometimes these songs just get in your head, and I just listen to the song every day for like three weeks, and uh, I really love it. And I even went to see them live, and I, I don't go to see like dance music live, and it was terrible. It was like the worst idea that I've had in a long time, and I'm not good at making good decisions. <laughs> Uh, but the song itself, check it out. Cap Yak, they're from Austin. It's a good, good tune. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, so my uh, number one song, uh, keeping with the theme of my video game obsession, uh, I'm going with Jump Up Superstar by the Super Mario Players. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is the theme song to Super Mario Odyssey, uh, so it's uh, it's kind of like a fun, uh, <laughs> kind of jazzy kind of tune. So. It, is the does the band the Super Mario Players have like a, a wider oeuvre than the than this song? Do they put out albums? I have no idea. <laughs> but we'll say yes. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. And they dress like the characters. They are the characters. Oh, they are the characters. Yes. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> Uh, my favorite song of the year is a song called Come To Me by Twin Peaks. Uh, we'll hear a little bit here. Come to me. I hope you really are waiting all the time I seem to be. Come to me. I hope you really are. just gets stuck in my head and uh they're they're a cool band they're out of chicago um and uh yeah so again that that series is called the sweet 17 series uh, come to me uh maggie's favorite song of the year was to you by justin bieber she says in my opinion it's his best song uh i, I can't say i'm familiar with nope. very much justin bieber i don't uh, have any thoughts on justin bieber okay and then Ethan said his favorite song of the year is by Brandon Tory, and it's a song called Always, which I'm also unfamiliar with. Mm. But, uh, 
Brandon Tory. Brandon Tory. I've never, I've not heard of him. I think it's R&B. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I'll so. Check it out. Um, so yeah, thank you for those. Uh, any close calls? Uh, still nothing for Andrew. Um, so this is the the goofy one. So I haven't bought much music this year. Um, all the pretty much all I've bought are all of the releases that Hanson put out, so my wife can have them. Um, oh, so the yeah. band the band Hanson. Yeah, they're you know, still around. Yeah, they are still around, and um, actually very competent musicians. Mm. Um, so uh, my wife has been playing the song "I Was Born" by Hanson in the car all the time. So I. It's really catchy. I like it. So, nice. um, due to lack of better options, I'm going with that one. Cool. I'll just refer you to my best of 2017 <laughs> Spotify playlist. Coming yeah. to a Facebook group near you. Yeah. Well, just like albums, I really had a tough time uh, dwindling. Uh, I'm just really? I'm right. a I'm a song connoisseur. You are. Love songs. <laughs> love making mixes. Yeah. So I'm always kind of on the prowl for songs. Uh, so I'll just rattle, I'll rattle it off. This this was a close contender for my favorite of the year. It's a song called Bobby by Sandy Alex G. That's a real kind of folksy type song. Pick pick a name Alex G. You know, like yeah, he was Alex G. And now he's Sandy. But he was something Alex before G. Alex G. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He's his own thing. Uh, as I mentioned, I love the new Always album. Uh, I really like the song In Undertow. Um, there's a band out from Europe called Magic Potion. They have a song called Rest Your Skull. Uh, Cloud Nothings, Enter Entirely. Um, Surfer Blood, uh, a song called Matter of Time, real catchy. Surfer Blood, they put out an album? Yeah. It's good? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like Snowdania, Snowdania or something like that. Mm. Um, now, the, I don't really love the album as a whole, but Matter of a Time is a cool single. Cool. And then uh, there's a guy out of Oregon. His name's Mo Trapper, uh, and he makes some really catchy songs. And there's one called Big School. Uh, and another one called Wicked that I'm really both a big fan of. So that's Mo Trapper. He's a, he's a cool guy to check out. Uh, my, my friend Mark uh, has a band called The Dumpies. They released an album. All the songs are like a minute and a half. Uh, go check that out. Yeah. It's like straight, <laughs> straight ahead punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> they make videos for most of their songs. I wanted to shout that out. They make great t-shirts. They, they have this t-shirt of... Uh, of uh, Billie Jean King that I wear all the time <laughs> that people are always asking me about and it doesn't have their name on it or anything, mm-hmm. which I think is a, a cool look but uh, shout out to the Dumpies cool and any Fergusons in here? Uh, no Fergusons for me oh yeah I, I've got <laughs> <laughs> um, have you my, listened to them all? all yes I've okay. listened yeah so I teach middle school, so basically anything that my students like, I consider a Ferguson. <laughs> not not like structurally, it just happens to be that they like kids. Kids when we were growing up had good music taste, and now they don't. I don't know what it is. Uh, but that my, my parents seem to think the same thing. <laughs> I know, I know. Funny how that works. Yeah. Uh, so there's a song. I just hate the message. Sorry, not sorry. There's that song called Sorry, Not Sorry, mm-hmm. and Sorry, Not Sorry is my least favorite phrase of all time like we don't need people struggle to make genuine apologies enough we don't need to make a catchphrase out of like not actually meaning it so sorry not sorry uh big time ferguson yeah it's a bunch of crap you've become you've become your parents no, my parents are cool. Like we, I'm I'm the get off my lawn one. My yeah, parents yeah, are like that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like that's such an old man take. No, but I mean, oh, I, I know you can all. I know you all agree with me that sorry not sorry is a lame phrase. I know, we're but it's a old men. 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. All right. All right. And was there another one or? Um, no, I'll leave it to that. I don't. Okay. Want, I don't need more critique. <laughs> uh, sorry, man, sorry. I there was two. I was between uh, Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son, re- released a song called "Watch Me," which uh, I sure. I saw a live performance of on television and. It, like nauseating and how like cool this kid thinks he is. Oh my and god! How per- like you know this this there's no way this song would have any airtime if this wasn't Will Smith's kid. Yeah, it was just it was I didn't like it at all. Jaden okay. Smith makes Steph Curry seem personable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. Uh, <laughs> and then I also didn't like the song uh, "Bad Things" by Machine Gun Kelly, also from Cleveland. Um, Sorry, I want to. Can I interject? Yeah. One before I forget. Uh, I was talking to you guys about this the other day because we were talking about the monsters. <laughs> uh, Fall Out Boy's got a new single called Uma Thurman that samples the monsters theme song in a like wildly like inexplicable way that has nothing to do with the way the song works. And man, uh, I know that the that not a lot of people were into Fall Out Boy in the first place, but I liked Fall Out Boy a lot back in the day, and, like, their music is, st- like, more unlistenable than about anything right now, and this song really takes the cake. So <laughs> h- how many people have sampled the Adams Family theme song? Well, we've got... Uh, MC Hammer. MC Hammer. <laughs> Do so you need one. more? <laughs> I guess not. So he it's really basically MC it. Hammer versus <laughs> Fall Out Boy. Yeah, that's it. He yeah. wins. Next versus episode. <laughs> Uh, Maggie says her Ferguson for song of the, for song of 2017 is praying by Kesha. Kind of like that one. Uh, it's too sad. It it yeah, it's too sad. But like, <laughs> it, at least like if I'm if I heard it 50 feet away from the speaker, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, this has got a melody. Like, yeah, I hear. Yeah. And then Ethan says he did not like the song "Perfect" by Ed Sheeran. Hmm. I don't get how so many people are into Ed Sheeran. That music just sounds boring to me. Boy, it sounds like every guy I've ever seen at an open mic and, like, someone went, uh, this guy. <laughs> how? Like, yeah, is he, he just has the perfect alchemy of, like, bland tolerableness? Is yeah. that... I was kind of hoping he'd die in that episode of uh, Game of Thrones, but... Just... He was in an episode of Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah but was. that just guy gets to second. do everything. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's royalty, man. All right. Gets what he wants. Uh, I've never... I'm not sure I even know what he sounds like, his music. You know, you, if you know what he looks like, you know what he sounds like. Okay. <laughs> well, um, on that note, do you know what the top downloaded song was this year? Ed Sheeran, Perfect. Nope. Close. Uh, oh, really? Ed well, Sheeran, some other song. In a sense. Unless um, you pick something thought, else here. Oh, this I is top I, downloads. Oh, I, I, I could be what... wrong then. I thought it was Despacito, but I, I'm guessing what wrong. What is that? You don't know about Despacito? <laughs> no. Uh, most watched YouTube video. Whatever. <laughs> oh, hey Andrew, what's know, the top this, downloaded song? It's, uh, <laughs> it's "Shape of You" oh. by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I don't know. That All right. I mean, even the song titles, like he like has per- <laughs> he has this market cornered of like very generic, but sounds like they might mean something. Song titles, "Shape of You." I mean, like "Shape of Water" is a terrible uh, title. I'm. You might like it if you see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. But Shape of You, perfect. Well, depends who you is. Come on, Eddie, yes. <laughs> All right. Next category, Chris. Uh, well, we've done... Do we have any other music categories? Nope. I think we've only got one category left. Oh, we, is, no, we, got, we got two. We got TV and we got Nickelodeon. Oh, oh yeah. I meant to make this segue before, but you 
we kept talking about it because you were talking about the band Twin Peaks, and I wanted to make a segue to let's talk about television. Uh, mm, that's yeah. a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite song of the year was "Come to Me" by Twin Peaks. Let's talk about television. Now, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. What were your favorite? Uh, perfect, because top show Twin Peaks revival. I still haven't uh, watched every episode yet. But I'm Staying slowly. I'm slowly getting. Well, the stuff that I like more, I tend to stretch out over a longer period of time, so I can just really, you know, take my time and enjoy it fully. And you haven't even gotten to the best part of the series. That's what you claim. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Twin Peaks. Uh, this is where Chris spoils it. I get. Don't, yeah, don't no, of course, <laughs> of course, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I I totally get why people aren't into it and like I think that it's good that people aren't into it because I think that people are trying too hard that like don't actually like it or something because it shouldn't be as critically acclaimed as it is because it's so weird um but I uh, loved it so much I savored every minute of it it is by far David Lynch's best thing that he's done to me like it's not even close um so is that your number one as well it is by far my, it's my number one TV show of all time. This wow. this season of Twin Peaks. Wow. <laughs> all right. Well, I did not see Twin Peaks, so I cannot comment on that. However, I went with the Orville, which oh. is that you know that <laughs> Star Trek spoof. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's actually not not what you would expect. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's not you popcorn. Mean it's incredible. Popcorn? Yeah, isn't that like the popcorn? Oh, Orville Redenbacher. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's a show about Orville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a it's like a Star Trek spoof. Seth MacFarlane did his own Star Trek thing. Uh, of course um, he did. But it doesn't have as much of that dumb Family Guy humor as you'd expect, and they have like coherent storylines. And it's is it a cartoon? Is it live action? It's live action. So it's, it's actually where, pretty good. It's, where it's, can we check it out? Um, you Fox. can check it out on <laughs> Fox. Oh, cool. <laughs> Um, if it hasn't been canceled, I don't, I don't know. I, I, think, it's, I think it's doing pretty well. Yeah, I think it's doing well. I don't know. That's, so that's... there's a little bit of the Seth MacFarlane crap in it, but it, it feels like a competent like Star Trek mm. TV series. So yeah. I've I've been enjoying it. If American Dad can make it, then anything can on Fox. Okay. Uh, I went with a HBO show that premiered in the U.S. this year, but uh, had, had been around in Europe for a year prior, Legal. and I'm not sure. I'm not. It seems like it's really split people, uh, but I just like couldn't stop watching, and that is the Young Pope. Oh uh, yeah. no! Yes, it's great. <laughs> Uh, oh, my oh, you God. like you like yes. it? Good. I hate great. it. Yeah. Um, I, it. I can't imagine people. why you would hate that. <laughs> I mean, from the moment the young pope asks for a diet cherry coke and he will accept nothing else, I'm in. <laughs> That's the moment <laughs> that I'm out. I, I, oh my God! I can't believe you guys. Uh, I, I thought we'd be on the same page. my expectations yeah. like every step of the way. Right. So I really enjoyed the. Every time I thought it was gonna do something, it kind of yes. changed yeah. gears. Uh, even from right from the start, which listen, I was the first person to see the title, see Jude Law, and go. The, <laughs> wait, the premise is literally about a very young pope. This is going to be awful. And then right out the gates, it kind of just makes you uh, fall in love. Yeah. How far did you get? Like three episodes. Oh come on! It's like it's like what? <laughs> I think there's only six. What like artsy TV is in the universe of like idiocracy? No. Yes. <laughs> Jude Law is really good in it. It's the first time anyone's ever what? said that sentence. Gattaca? 
Yeah, Gattaca. Okay, we, we all I love Gattaca. I, I oh, heard Huckabees he's, is great despite himself. He's really good in I Heart he's, he's terrific. He's but really good in AI. He's a good actor. The Allen Iverson <laughs> yeah. biopic? Yeah, yeah, by Steven Spielberg, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Young Pope is my pick. Uh, Brent. Uh, Brent. Uh, <laughs> Brent sent us his favorite show of 2017. He says it is a show uh, called The Punisher. Uh, he says, holy cow, I mean, have you guys seen the show? No. It's a perfect adaptation of the comic. Uh, John Bernthal totally captures the character. Have you seen The Punisher? Haven't seen it. Heard good things. Okay. So Looking you've got a strong opinion on it. <laughs> no. I'm going to watch it. All right, it's, all right. Uh, TV for Maggie she said her favorite show of the year was Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz Uh, she said it may not be that well known but I just love this cartoon and then Ethan said his favorite show of 2017 was a show not technically didn't technically start in 2017 but Ethan I'm going to let you off the hook it's called the Goldbergs Hmm. Uh, at the gym I see it with closed captions occasionally by my elliptical <laughs> at Planet Fitness. It's kind of like a modern version of the Wonder Years. Right? I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, do you know, do you know about it? Yeah, Jeff Garland's like the dad. Yeah, and... I know. He's in it. Yeah. 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 I think that's a, an apt uh, summary. I think that's what they're going for. Cool. Modern. Huh. It's good. Like grown up. Sure. You yeah, grown up before? Me? Yeah. Trying. Cool. <laughs> uh, close calls. Yeah, uh, you got a few. Mind Hunter. Have oh, you, anybody see that? Netflix. Have, have yeah. you, have you seen good. it? Yes. Okay. Very good. <laughs> uh, Legion. Uh, that started this year. Uh, X Men like related. I heard very that good. was really good. I, I um, Mr. Robot is still on, uh, and it's great as always. Yeah. Uh, halt and Catch Fire ended this year. Love. I know that. you're a big fan. Not many people. <laughs> Didn't run into many people who have seen it at all, but yeah. love it. Uh, and also, Better Call Saul and Rick and Morty both continued this year with great seasons. Yeah, Better Call Saul. Getting better by the year. Yeah. Better Call Saul is, is a treasure. <laughs> John Oliver, does that count? Because he keeps bringing yeah. it? Uh, yeah, yeah, bringing the fuck? Yeah. so. Yeah, he's very good. <laughs> well, I didn't realize we could do continuing shows. I mm. thought it was more of like oh. the shows that started... Um, Should be. It really well, I kept my top pick to that. Okay. But, uh, but they aired this year. Can... I had to call out yeah, uh, I know. Uh, Hold and Catch Fire in my last season. It's just so good. <laughs> you just had to. Never even heard of that. <laughs> so good. Well, maybe on our year in review 2014. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess if I'm playing by Andrew's rules, I can add another close call in here. But um, anything, say you anything you yeah, want. Anything Kevin. you want. I loved Friends. It was great. Wait, well, that wasn't. I'm just kidding. All right, all right. All right. So I liked. Um, so my first close call would be Star Trek Discovery. Um, oh, it's the new Star Trek that came out. Yeah. you may not have seen it nah. because it's only on CBS All Access, the stupid app. Whoa, really? Uh, yeah. How did that even happen? They, like, they you think that would be a big event. They aired the premiere on CBS, and then the rest of the series is on this app that you have to subscribe wow. to. Yeah. I hope someone got fired over that. For yeah, people so, who want to have just CBS shows, right? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. I think I fear I, a little off topic here. Again, we've we've stated this a bunch, but. Uh, we're big fans of the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard. Uh, well, it's it's been announced. Jordan Peele is um, taking over the Ooh. Twilight Zone franchise. Love it. Uh, great call. But 
the word is that yeah. it's going to be a CBS or all, I mean I get access. it yeah. all access. It's, well, it's going to be all access. Oh, that's ridiculous. So that's I, what I, heard. I think the idea was they were trying to use Star Trek to launch this and yeah. to get people hooked on it. So mm-hmm. right. Um, right. I, I just sense. I watch it on the Fire Stick. So yeah. sorry, CBS All Access. <laughs> um, so playing by Andrew's rules, I also um, I like the continuing season of This Is Us. Oh, this yeah. is uh. Very popular right now. Yeah. It's, it sounds very sweet. Yeah, it's um, I <laughs> like I like teenage drama. Heartwarming, sick. Yeah. Oh, it's boy. really about like uh, it's about diversity and embracing yeah. people who are different. Oh, cool! I'm into that. Yeah. It, it's really good. Um, makes makes you cry every episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay. like to cry. Yeah, well, a good cry is healthy. Devastating soundtrack that you're. Oh yeah, you should listen to that Mount Erie right after you finish. Yeah, this that, is us. Episode. This is perfect. I can have my artificial devastation and then listen to that <laughs> CD. Yeah, exactly. Um, this was very close for me uh, between Young Pope and uh, this show, but it's a Netflix animated series called Big Mouth. Uh, Nick Kroll uh, helmed it uh, with Jason Manzukis. A lot of really funny people: Fred Armisen, uh, Maya Rudolph. Uh, it's a show about puberty. Um, and I it's, love it, puberty. <laughs> it's it's a very humorous take on just like it's about two teenage boys and kind of uh, I don't know. It's not for everyone for sure. It's a little it's a little raunchy, yeah, but uh, big mouth. Uh, I'm a big Nick Kroll fan. I think he's just a really funny dude. Um, and and John Mulaney, who they're kind of like a working team there. Uh, he does he voices someone as well. Um, a bunch of other shows I liked. I like Glow, which is also on Netflix about. Uh, kind of a true story about female wrestling in the 80s 80s oh, 90s maybe. so might be worth a watch and then finally uh this is a show that's existed but every season isn't every season is an anthology so every season is different it's called channel zero on sci-fi channel and this season was called oh. no end house and i it just really sucked me in um mm-hmm. sounds interesting put that above black mirror I ask because they're um, somewhat similar-ish. E- they have like very similar vibes, except yeah. Channel Zero is an entire season of yeah. one story, and then it changes. Um, uh, equal, mm. I'd, I'd call them. I haven't seen the fir- actually. I haven't seen the first season of Channel Zero, but um, this season was really cool. Hmm. Did y'all watch the new American Horror Story? Yeah, I did. Cult. Did yeah. you guys like that? I liked it. I thought it was definitely better than last season. Yes. Without question. I thought it was the best season in a while. I couldn't um, finish okay. it. It was like, it made me feel like I needed to stop watching. Like, Well, I think that's kind of what or, they want. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it was effective in that way. Yeah. Like, I'm just not, you know. That's how I felt about enough. most of the seasons. Uh, this one being kind of based in reality, I just don't like the, I like that it was kind of more based in reality rather than fantastical. I thought it was well. I thought it was yeah. well done. I think particularly towards the end, they really hit the stride with like kind of looking at other cult leaders. I like yeah, that historical that's basis. Good. That's yeah. cool. Not. Uh, I didn't mean to spoil anything. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh no. Uh, uh, not not quite related to that. I have one more close call. Um, the Netflix original series Castlevania. The, uh, Whoa. The animated that's real? series. Yeah. Oh, it's that's... like a super gory animated cartoon. Oh. I just didn't even watch it because I thought. I just didn't have high hopes for it. Really? Yeah. I would assume that's right up your I, alley. I would think that too, but I saw some of the animation, just like the promo animation. I yeah. didn't love it. I, the, was like, yeah. I, I thought the animation was really good. Um, had kind of a slow start, but they're laying the groundwork, and it ended strong. Okay. Leaving you wanting to give it a shot. Yeah. Cool. Any Fergusons for TV this year? 
Uh, yeah, this was a pretty easy one for me. Young Sheldon. <laughs> Love, I'll, it. I'll just, Love it. I'll just, <laughs> Love it. I'll just jump in. So also mine. <laughs> also mine. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see it, so unless I'm Andrew, I can't agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was, it's, it, defi- it defines kind of like what I would hate about TV, like this, this idea of. Yes. It, it just doesn't have any redeeming qualities. I no. mean, I get what they're trying to do, trying to, you know, uh, capitalize, capitalize off, on yeah, the moment, yes. yeah, but which is which is annoying been, and lazy. Yeah, and I just are, think we're not going to notice. Unremarkable in any way. <laughs> How dare they? Yeah, now I'm with you. Did you have? Yeah, a, a I, I didn't see it, but um, by the looks of it, <laughs> it would have been exactly as you guys are describing. So, I mean, Big Bang Theory is the Gary of network TV. Um, I'm that people are split on it, or no, that it's that it's bad and annoying. It sounds and, like, like he's trying to rename the Ferguson any... as Gary. Yeah, it's yeah. No, oh, never. It's a Ferguson for no. It's a Ferguson if it if like it had you had expectations of it maybe being good and it doesn't work. It's a Gary if it like pretends to be art, but it really is this like <laughs> I don't hollow. So like masquerading vacuous. is something good. There are very, yes. very yes. few shows that I think are trying to be art on like CBS or ABC. Well, it's not trying to be art, Leo. Let's not overstate it. But, but it's trying to be out smart. CBS All Access. You might find some more <laughs> art on there. Sorry, don't, don't get me started on that. <laughs> any Ferg- any Fergusons at all? Oh, you said Young Sheldon. Yeah, Young too. Sheldon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, Brent said his Ferguson. Sorry, Kevin. Is this is us? Uh, my wife is going to be so mad I picked this as my Ferguson. Haha. <laughs> I know it's an insanely popular show, and it even features the actor who played Taserface in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as Toby, but man, I just couldn't get into it. It's slow, boring, and it just misses the mark as far as sentimentality for me. Well, Brent, I am not devastated because... Um... As many of my friends and family know, I am the chick of my relationship. So, <laughs> I didn't know that, but good. I didn't know that either. <laughs> cool. Uh, just a couple things of note: Curb Your Enthusiasm continued this year. Sure. Also, very um, good. great season. Really, Pick, you thought so? Picked Actually, up. I've only seen the first three episodes. Oh, oh, it picks up from yeah, there. Yes, big time. Um, also, do you know what the most viewed TV show was Ooh. this year besides Ooh. football? Because it's like this is us. Uh, I'll give you a clue. We've talked about it. Game of Thrones. Young no. Sheldon. Oh man. No. <laughs> no, that would be <laughs> just annoying. Go on. Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh. Uh, of course. Right. Morass of mediocrity. So we're a Nickelodeon podcast. Yeah. We don't. I don't think you and I watch much Nickelodeon anymore. No. Uh, so channel, speak though, of. Right? Uh, it's a yes, channel. It, is a channel. it even has like a bunch of kind of sub channels uh anything i have one thing i wanted to mention um i've never seen this but (laughs) it's called pig goat banana cricket and the anime it's an animated show the animation just looks really cool the characters look kind of cool it looks like far and away the most interesting thing that's on right now on there i could be wrong i don't know well i will check it out if you guys watch it and tell me it's good (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, Nickelodeon, Chris? I did not know it was still a channel, so no. Okay. <laughs> um, I really liked Hey Arnold, the Jungle Movie. I finished it. Oh, nice. Uh, liked it. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point, but, um, 
it's kind of a cheat, but uh, it came out this year, and uh, I didn't think there was any reason to make a Hey Arnold movie, but it actually seemed like they like they really wanted to finish it up this way, and it, I thought it was a tidy, a nice tidy way of doing it. It's good to hear you were kind of concerned about yeah um, them kind of changing the atmosphere. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the stuff they've kind of tried to relaunch and do has not always really hit the mark, and it has felt kind of hollow. And this felt like uh, Craig Bart Craig Bartlett uh, really wanted to finish it out. That's great. So good. I'm happy you did. Uh, Maggie had some thoughts too. She said, "Hey Arnold, the Jungle Movie." To be honest, I haven't watched any Nick shows this year, uh, so I had to use the Jungle Movie as my favorite show. If you hadn't noticed, I'm a Hey Arnold fan, and I'm glad the show is getting some love. And she says, "It's been a great year, and the Big Orange Couch has been a special part of it for me." Great job, guys. I know the podcast will be even better in 2018. Oh, so that's my favorite Nickelodeon show, the Big Orange Couch Podcast. Okay. Okay. It's a lot of pressure, though. Even better in 2018. Yeah, there's no guarantee of that. (laughs) (laughs) We hope. Yeah, we're gonna. I I mean, we're gonna try. We have some ideas. We have some stuff in mind. I've been listening uh, to a bunch of the backlog today, and there was a there's an energy around episode 10. I feel like. It really uh, hits. Yeah. Are you up. are you on episode ten? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> like probably Nick family or something. Um, Snake was episode ten. Oh, that was you and me. Yeah, yeah one of like you three. I think there are three that. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think there are. Um, there are only like three episodes that don't have a guest. Huh. Yeah. Well, we we'll, we're going to talk more about that next week, as yeah. far as kind of reminiscing. Can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, um, I can't wait to come back. <laughs> so Sean uh, sent us a little audio of what he liked about 2017. Yes. So we want to we want to share that. We really appreciate that. You know, you get, take takes a little bravery to kind of yeah. record yourself and send it. So uh, we appreciate Sean doing that. Um, Chris, I'm I'm interested in what your thoughts are going to oh, be. No. I think you're really going to like something. Okay. And I think you're really going to dislike something. This is the day to day life I live. <laughs> so let's check it out. Hey guys. Big fan of the podcast. My name is Sean. I thought I'd give you my year 2017 in review in audio form. My favorite movie of this year was Mother. I'm sure you didn't see it, and if you did, I'm sure you hated it, but I'll be uh, the one in five people who enjoyed the movie. That's fine. For best songs of the year, or song rather, uh, the Queens of the Stone Age released an album called Villains, and there's a song on there called Feet Don't Fail Me Now, which is excellent. For albums, I'll say... Nine Inch Nails released an album called Add Violence, which is the best thing they've released in 16 years. Whenever And All That Could Have Been came out, it's up there with that. Video games, stiff competition this year. I'm going to give it to Breath of the Wild. Uh, They just released DLC for that, which is amazing. Uh, Spend $300 on a Switch and check it out. Books, I looked at a list of books that came out this year, and I haven't read any of them. I'm stuck reading the three novels in the Black Fleet Crisis trilogy, which is part of the now-defunct Star Wars extended universe. I've had these books for like 20 years, so I really need to get through them. They are not good. And for best television show of this year, giving it to Twin Peaks. Uh, I'd say check it out, but if you haven't watched any Twin Peaks, then it's not going to make any sense whatsoever. Even less so than usual where David Lynch is concerned. So, start at the beginning. Watch Twin Peaks. Get through the James and Evelyn stuff. Then, you gotta watch Fire Walk With Me. And then, you gotta watch the hour and a half deleted scenes of Fire Walk With Me (laughs) before you can get to season three of Twin Peaks and it will all make about 45% sense. And then you'll be horribly disappointed by the final episode. 
Uh, if that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. So that was Sean. So I, I just want to start with Chris. <laughs> can Can I say something sure. positive here before uh, Chris <laughs> just rains down all over Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just want to say I totally agree with his uh, endorsement of the Nintendo Switch. So get out there, spend 300 bucks, <laughs> play Breath of the Wild, the Champions Ballad DLC, and uh, take it away, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're expecting some big reaction. Um, you know what? I... I can't relate to anyone who enjoyed Mother because the viscerality of my hatred of that movie is so thick. It's like it's like a like you know if, if a car that hasn't had an oil change in ten years like that thick. Um, but your explanation of how to go about watching Twin Peaks if you haven't, uh, I thought was spot on. Uh, even down to the percentage of what it would make sense, <laughs> the 45%. I did like the final episode, and the only thing I would add is that I think it's really helpful to rewatch um, Eraserhead as well, because a lot of the imagery and a lot of the ideas from Eraserhead weirdly get recirculated into the new season of Twin Peaks. Um, but man, I just... That mother thing, man, like... I just don't get it. That's okay. That's okay. I I know it's okay. It's a beautiful thing, really, that we can have such similar thoughts on Twin Peaks and, and, yeah, Mother is objectively bad. Do Uh, you like uh, anything Aronofsky's done? Yeah, I do. I I, I loved Black Swan. Uh, I liked, you know, I liked that high school stuff, you know, Life of Pi. Not Life of Pi. Uh, Pi. (laughs) Different movie. Totally different movie. Uh, Not the one with the tiger. The one with the the, the dark and the depth. Yes, Pi. Wrestler? I liked the wrestler. And what's the the other one? Noah? No, they came out, uh, I think, around Pi. Oh. uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. That was like, you know, being 16, you know, having... Having some time, like have a have a, a cute girl I met off MySpace over. We'll watch Breakfast for a Dream. We'll... Was that this cute like girl a in your really odd choice to pick for a first date? Hey, if you was not unsuccessful, just getting them broken in right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, that's if right. you like this, then maybe you can stick around. Yep. Well, uh, thank you to Sean. Uh, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, that was great. Really appreciate it. Uh, just sorry to... that you like Mother. <laughs> just uh just to wrap up as we always do uh to andrew chagrin uh sports recap from the year uh the world series the astros beat the la dodgers uh so congrats to houston they needed it this year yep they did it was a good year for for houston i'm sorry to hear chris taylor did not Ugh. win a world series but <laughs> when he gets traded to the indians then we'll all love him yeah, yeah, i remember uh texting you chris every time that 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 guy hit a home you run and us. every person that i've ever met uh, oh except for me yeah except for joey i told you i thought about it resisted <laughs> you guys look so much alike too so it's just really confusing it's me. true yeah He's got a way better life than I do. Uh, as Ethan mentioned, the Warriors win the NBA Finals over the Cleveland Cavaliers, so they've gone three straight against each other. Warriors are up 2-1, uh, unfortunately. And to be continued. Yeah. To be continued. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, and then NFL, the Patriots, and an epic comeback against the Falcons. Uh, not a big Patriots fan here, but... Um, Good for them. Yeah, Patriots really the Gary of NFL teams. <laughs> sure, I would agree to that. Even though I kind of like Gary, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
And then NHL, this is a shout out to our buddy Justin. But his he's from Pittsburgh and he loves the Penguins. So the Penguins win the Stanley Cup this year over the Predators. So good for good for Pittsburgh. Great town. Yeah, I was there this past weekend. My oh. sister graduated from Pitt. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, went went not too long ago, and it, there's just a lot to do there. It's a really cool city. It's a, yeah, it's a delightful city. I don't yeah. know much about hockey, but um, whenever I played Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey on Nintendo 64, I always <laughs> was the Penguins. So. Oh, well, there you have it, people. Great mascot <laughs> name. Yeah. yeah. Or team name, Penguins. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we've definitely talked about 2017. Uh I'm ready to leave it behind, I think. Yeah, uh, Roseanne is coming back next year. Do you remember... Yeah. Rem- what did you say? I said Roseanne is coming back next year, so yeah. 2018 is looking good. His, Andrew's TV pick is done. Um, yeah, and we've already got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even have to watch it. Same yeah. cast? Uh, yeah, uh, except for Mark, because he died. Mark died. In real life, not the show. <laughs> right, I knew he died in the interview. But I heard even though John Goodman's character dies, he'll be back. Yeah, I'm Weird. not sure what how to feel about that. Maybe this. he'll play Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, that would can be you still incredible. catch up on Roseanne on Netflix? I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. I think right it is. Now. I think it is. It was, at least. That's how I caught up with it. One of the best finales ever which is the reason why i'm a little on the fence about this starting again i hate yeah. to even ruin that yeah it's a whole bunch of people who need some money except darlene she she's got that ladybird money she was really good in it she's incredible yeah um remember in 2016 when we thought it was like a really bad year so many celebrities died yeah and people are like boy when's this year gonna end oh god i mean <laughs> it was way we, worse this year we were spoiled brats yeah. like yeah. oh prince died i can't wait for this year to be over i'm like oh I'll, t- I'll take a bunch of I'll take a bunch of princes dying over this freaking year. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. But you know what? There's some good stuff as we talked about, and uh, we're, we're we're happy to have talked about it. We're gonna continue reminiscing next week. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna be talking. We'll go over our old episodes a little bit. Any yeah. um, any th- any thoughts on our mind or any <laughs> things we may want to cha- rethink it's our chance to be nostalgic about nostalgia yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> can you handle it really put this uh year behind put this podcast year behind us for sure you know. and chris you're gonna join us yeah i'm gonna make the trip cool <laughs> <laughs> nice it's gonna be great um yeah we look forward to it uh and then um if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter, as you may know, at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. We're on Facebook. Uh, Chris, are you posting a playlist for this year? Yeah, I will. Cool. Nice. Uh, so check that out. We'll post that on Facebook. And then uh, you can email us. That's the best way, as Maggie, Ethan, Sean, and Brent know, uh, at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and um, leave us a review on iTunes. That's really helpful. Tell a friend. It's really helpful. Uh, we hope you have a great holiday if you celebrate Christmas. Um, Kevin, thanks for sharing your insight. Uh, sure. Great sweater, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's wearing his Star Wars sweater. Or like, a holiday Star Wars oh, sweater. I thought this was like a Pokeball. <laughs> no, that would have been cool, too. Um, yeah. no, it's got an X-Wing and a Death Star or two on it. Yeah. We didn't talk about Last Jedi at all. Is there anything without a spoiler that you really need to get off your chest? No. You didn't like it. <laughs> you didn't like it. I thought it was pretty good. Well, so, I don't know. I, I'm i open to watching it again with uh, yeah. you know, a fresh perspective. And good. I'm looking forward to it. So. Good answer. Yeah. 
I can't believe they brought back Anakin. I know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think, Chris? Mother? You can give it another shot? I will not give it another shot. Uh, you won't ever watch it wow. again. No, I would rather. What if? Have what if I? What if I wanted hand. to sit down and watch it? Would you sit down and watch it with me? I would watch it with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. To influence my viewing. No, or? no, no. no. Just, just because I, I He's scoffing throughout the whole movie. I, no, not only will I sit through it with you, but I will yeah. be silent the whole time. I won't say a single thing. Preferable, yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm let's, let's arrange that. I pl- yeah, I plan on watching it soon because uh, cool. I have to come. You to, have to. I, I need to know. Need you to you know. need to know. Yeah, yeah. I need to know actually whether because like I respect your opinion on these yeah. things. Let's uh, see if Sean was right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to love it. I, I have a feeling <laughs> I'm going to be all about it after this. Well, yeah. you, you could put it in your top picks. I, you haven't seen yeah. it, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's about a writer, right? Yes. Uh, in the vaguest but <laughs> a, But Andrew's a very good writer, and he could find, uh, like, a he could connect to it. What if this inspires him to become the most successful writer of This our, inspires the best idea I could come up with. Yeah, it's all thanks to and, mother. Andrew sits <laughs> down won't. and like the spark, the spark goes off in his head. Like, got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's weird. It's like uh, I don't. It makes me like question whether Darren Aronofsky's ever written anything the way that he portrays a writer. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have any ideas. All of a sudden, <laughs> I have all these ideas. You are my inspiration. All right. Well, if you tuned in looking, <laughs> looking for Nickelodeon, <laughs> you want to watch your movie about right? Go watch the Shining. If you tuned in looking for Nickelodeon, our apologies, but uh, we'll we'll see you. In, we'll see you. Yes, we will see you next week for Nickelodeon-related talk. Don't let go of my hand now. The darkness has gone. This will be our year. Took a long time to come, and I won't forget the way you helped me up when I was done, and I won't forget. Where you said, darling, I love you, you gave me faith, you go on, now we're there, and we've only just begun, this will be